Why in such a hurry? Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Night Before Summer Vacation, by Natasha Wing, illustrated by Julie Durrell, published by Grosset and Dunlap. The Night Before Summer Vacation is a clever play on Twas the Night Before Christmas. We drop in on a family packing up for their yearly vacation and reminiscing about vacations past. Will they remember to pack everything? Well, don't forget a camera, cause this vacay is about to be lit. We begin, as you can guess, on the night before vacation, and the daughter is describing to us just how excited everyone is as we see everyone packing up. Shit's everywhere. It looks like the FBI raided the children's room. Drawers are all pulled out, and clothes are strewn all over the place. Then we turn the page, and we get to see Dad for the first time. He is one creepy-looking bitch. He's got a little shit stash with neckbeard combo, and his hair is combed straight down and forward. He looks like every backwoods fugitive abductor you've ever seen. And he's standing in a shed. Quote, Dad made a checklist, which he checked as he went. The bug spray, the backpacks, the umbrella, and tent. End quote. Well, now we know they're going off into the woods. This guy is clearly plotting to pull a Brian laundry. There's no reason to be in a shed with shovels, rubber gloves, and a big wrench behind him. Now that we established two pages in, that this guy is crazy? The only question is, who doesn't he like in his family? Is it the son or daughter? Maybe the nagging wife who won't get off his back about helping out with the children. Come to think of it, it could be all of them. The mom is in the kitchen cleaning out the pantry, stashing away snacks, and we see the kids with dad loading up the station wagon with canoes and the brother's tricycle. This definitely doesn't seem like vacation packing. This seems like a family packing up everything they can in the middle of the night, trying to evade someone or some agency. Now the mom is shouting at everyone to shove even more things into the car. And they're even grabbing stuff out of the attic. They're acting a little too frantic to me. They got so much stuff in this car that they have one of those roof cargo carriers and things are even exploding out of that. It all seems suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. They manage to take a break and have one last dinner in the house and settle down to look at all the previous trips and encounters they have documented with pictures. It looks like everywhere this family goes, something always goes wrong. That's not a coincidence when it happens every time. The kids go to sleep, dreaming about their future in a remote forest, and then, just like that, Dad comes barging in, quote, In the morning, Dad shouted, Get up! Rise and shine! It's a quarter to four! Let's leave here on time! End quote! Debate me all you want. Three in the morning is the middle of the night. This family is on the run. No one leaves this early for vacation unless it's a bunch of old men on a fishing trip because they're up by that time. Their day is over after the early bird special, and they're in bed by 5 p.m. 
The dad scurries to get the last of the items in the car for their new life, and it's confirmed in the picture, this guy's not only a psycho, he's a loser. Because we see the acoustic guitar being packed up, he clearly lives a delusion. No matter how many times he's told, no one wants to hear him unplugged by the campfire, his chances of being Jack Johnson are over. He still forces his strumming and harmonizing on all the poor souls with him. Everyone piles into the car, and they peel off as fast as they can. Then the daughter calls out the dad for purposely trying to leave their dog behind. And he almost got away with it too. So he pulls a Yui and picks up the dog, and they're about that bitch. Wherever they're going, it's far away. Because it's over 10 hours out, and the story ends on the mom telling the son they hope to be there by the night time. Count me out. I remember the old family road trips. They were miserable. And back then, we didn't have cell phones either. All we had to do for hours was piss off our siblings and try to avoid dad's hand waving around behind the driver's seat as he drove. Don't make me come back there. Well, I guess the author leaves it up to the reader to decide what happens to this family. Maybe it's because I just watched Girl in the Picture on Netflix last night, but this had some eerily similar connections. Dad takes off with his family in the middle of the night. Dad takes off with his daughter in the middle of the night. Disturbing looking dad. Disturbing looking dad. Both had kidnapper stashes. If the dude looks the part, it's probably because he is, and he's an abductor. Who's to even say these family members were even related in this book? Just like the documentary, maybe he's forcing them to put on a front too. So we're left with, who died? And my best guess is, it was the girl, because she narrated the whole story and just wouldn't shut up. Or, I could be completely wrong about all this, and they're just a bunch of overpackers that are going on a lame family camping vacay. Who knows? But, that leads me to the moral of this book. Family road trips are miserable, whether someone dies or not. So my advice, fly to wherever you're going, and make it easy, like an all-inclusive. That way, if your family is driving you up the wall, which they will, you have all the free alcohol your heart or liver will desire to get you through it. This brings us to Natasha's writing. She has a whole The Night Before series for different events, like Halloween to St. Patrick's Day. And I have to give her credit. It's a great idea, and it works really well. This was just a solid read. Some of her rhymes here or there were a little awkward, and the whole thing didn't really move past packing, but it was still fun and flowed well. As for Julie's pictures, they looked to be hand-drawn, which I'll give her credit for. They portrayed the excitement for vacay in a relatable way, and the absurd overstuffed car provided some humor. If you want to scare your family about what to expect for the next family vacay, this is the book to give them. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 2.9. I'll have a taste, push it around, and go back for a helping. I just won't be piling it on. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.